Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in Raw's Black Friday holiday sale is happening now. Huge price cuts across both Frendo merchandise sites at FrendoMerch.com and FrendoMarket.com. Order today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Kind of a weird news brief slash NXT review. It's Thanksgiving week, so we're doing things kind of wonky. Uh, uh, but first up, we do have a little bit of news, uh, and that has to do with the Hulk Hogan movie. Brother Larson, what's going on, brother? So uh, this is from uh, WrestlingNews.co. They're reporting that the latest episode of After 83 Weeks, I guess is the, the post show for, for Eric Bischoff's uh, podcast. He threw some cold water on the Brother. reported Hulk Hogan biopic, uh, one that seems to have an extremely jacked, I oh mean jacked, God, huge now, massive Chris Hemsworth attached to star. Um, it seems like uh, it's not happening anytime soon. This is what Bishop had to say about it. He states that the uh, ongoing COVID pandemic is kind of what's holding things up, which makes sense. He says, to do a uh, thing about wrestling, you need crowds. Can't have crowds right now. No crowds. Um, and he seems to think that the movie will, in fact, happen at some juncture, but it's going to happen down the line. Down the line, brother. Down the so, line, brother. Uh, so, yeah, I'm actually really looking for I mean, given that Hemsworth uh, is is in this, uh, he's going to have a lot of fun with it. I'm all, I'm just sad that it's not being directed by Taika Waititi because I think that could have been pretty great. Uh, but uh, yeah, this will be this will be fun. This will be goofy fun. I saw some stills or some production stills from uh, the Young Rock TV show we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it looked it looked pretty fun. Like ev- ev- obviously, evidently, it is going to be very heavily wrestling based. Oh, that's because um, I saw one guy who looked a lot like could be the the Iron Sheik. Uh, from back in the seventies or early, yeah, I guess mid seventies, probably. Um, and, uh, obviously, you know, his dad, uh, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, That's just cool. a few stills that I saw. Interesting. Um, one of them was le- legitimately like, uh, it was, uh, looked like it was Rocky Johnson versus like maybe one of the wild Samoans. I forget. Oh, Okay. But uh, yeah, in a wrestling ring. So, and I That's think cool. they had like green screen draping the background. So maybe they're going to try to green crowd. screen in some a CG crowd or yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that looks cool, but yeah, uh, that's good to know, I guess. Anyways, you know, just, just recently, of course, the WB announced there's that, uh, 
Vince documentary that Netflix is going to be producing along with Bill Simmons. Um, apparently this Hogan movie is going to be a Netflix production. Um, so it's interesting to see Netflix dive in all this wrestling content. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the depending on the tack they take with this Hogan movie, I guess it could maybe be interesting. How much of it's kayfabe brother? Yeah, you know, dude, with a name like Chris Hemsworth involved, I mean, look, you know that it's that it's gonna it's gonna cover the ground that they want to cover. Obviously. It's not, you know, it's not gonna be like a, a true life gritty thing. Um, as long as you know that going into it, I mean, Hemsworth alone playing Hulk Hogan. That's 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 worth price of admission right there. Here's another thing too: if they play with the idea of what's real versus fake thematically with the movie, that could make it interesting too. Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. Where the where the you know where you know as we saw with the Ric Flair documentary that was on ESPN, uh, or sorry, was on the, oh yeah, ESPN, it was ESPN, um, where they kind of uh, look to see where Ric Flair ends and Richard Fleer begins. If they do the same thing with with the uh, Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyways, let's uh, talk about NXT. Uh, I thought it was a wild lightning f- round review. Yeah, it'll be pretty quick. Uh, this will be a lot. This was a lot of fun though, man. That main event was pretty stellar. Uh, and we had some, we had some stuff happening here. Uh, let's see here. According to Larson's lightning round review notes, Candice LeRae defeats Ember Moon. After uh, with some interference from Indy Hartwell, push Candice mm-hmm. out of the way of the eclipse. She ate it. Candice hits a super kick, and the wicked stepsister for the win after the match. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Candice LeRae all attack Ember Moon. She escapes though. Tony Storm, her tag team partner from last week, uh, shows up, and she's like, "Hey!" And Ember Moon does the whole gesture. Let's go. Let's go. Be- let's beat go them fight up them. now. Yes. yes. So she goes. Eh-eh. Uh, Tony Storm pulls her back out, lays her out. They all beat her up. So Tony Storm is now part of Team Candice LeRae yeah, at War Games. That was made official later on. Tony Storm as a bad guy. Larson, yay or nay on that one? You know, whenever it seems like someone's kind of treading water or whatever as a face, turn him heel so they can have fun. You know, it feels like when you get to go out there and, and, and be a heel, you just get to have more fun. You know, dude, Tony Storm, I saw some conversations about this this weekend. Tony Storm, she strikes me as the Tyler Bate of of the women's division uh, uh, in terms of coming out of Europe. Tyler Bate is a terrific, terrific wrestler. One of my favorite wrestlers on mm-hmm. the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great look to him, right? I don't really feel his promos. I just don't feel them. I think that maybe, maybe. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll get this in here before you continue. I don't feel them as he, based on the character he's been throughout his tenure in NXT UK. When you look at the stuff he did in progress with Pete Dunne and Trent Seven, that was all pretty good. It was punctuated because you had Trent Seven. Obviously. And obviously. Like, it, was, it was part of a bigger thing. Just him on his own. And that's how I feel about Tony Storm. She's got a great look. She's magnificent in the ring. I've never really felt any of her promos. The stuff that I have been into with Tony Storm are clips that I've seen of her playing up a more arrogant side 
um, over in Europe and in Japan. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff that I really, really like. And I think that this is just a much better fit for her yeah, yeah. Uh, than than her just trying to be, you know. And I appreciate that she said, hey, I told you you were going to see a whole new Tony Storm. And I appreciate that they're actually following through with that. So uh, I'm totally cool with this. I think some of the stuff that I saw with her uh, uh, over there when she was a heel uh, was a lot stronger than, you know, stuff like, oh, it's, we've got the shiny, shiny, that kind of stuff out of UK. Mm-hmm. Just It just didn't connect. Like, you know, it was... It, it's kind of clear to me why out of that scene, Rhea Ripley moved ahead in terms of, you know, being noticeable yeah, because like her character stuff is so yeah. much stronger. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we had the Undisputed Era. They arrived at the Performance Center and then we get a, a Legado del Fantasma video package. They're in some sort of lounge chatting amongst each other. You know, they, they say, hey, we're here to rewrite history of Lucha Libre and our vision. They're talking about how 2020 has been their year. Their careers have taken off and they've taken everybody out. They mentioned Jake Atlas. Uh, swerve and then apparently Kurt Stallion's next in line. Yeah, Kurt Stallion. The Kurt Stallion from 205 Kurt Stallion, Live. Kurt Stallion himself, yes. <laughs> Kurt Stallion himself. Yeah, it, I don't know. I guess it doesn't it just speak to like how I don't know. I feel like these guys shouldn't be like mixing up with the cruiserweight division. I feel like they should be like mixing up with like the normal division. Like I already I already thought they should have been tag champions, you know? That's I know it seemed like the trajectory they're going. With them. And Santos is like heads and tails above everybody that I've seen into like I don't watch a lot of 205 but I'll catch out I'll catch clips of it on Twitter and uh yeah I mean it, it's it is easy for them to sit around and say yeah we've cleaned out this division in all of a couple of months because the vision isn't really a whole lot to speak of yeah yeah um, maybe that'll change you know you got guys like uh, well he's probably gonna go to the UK I don't they should bring over a ton of the UK guys over when they can. Uh, to to bolster up that they really should division. 205 yeah I mean it, it's Swerve is great Jake Swerve Atlas is, great. is really good yeah. yeah um and you know what I've seen of of the the people they signed from Evolve mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of promise there but you know like the 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 heyday of 205 when you had Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander and you know the the show was just top to bottom stacked it was you know it's it's, it's it seems obvious a bit of a reloading phase for 205. Mm-hmm. A guy like a guy like Santos Escobar, though, man, I think he should be mixing it up with the big boys on on mm-hmm. NXT proper. Totally, totally. Uh, anyways, uh, after that, Pat Mac, there's a sh- uh, clip from Pat McAfee's show where he says uh, he's not going to be on NXT tonight uh, because he's got other stuff to do, but he has full faith in his boys to take care of business. After that, we have an undisputed era promo where Adam Cole says, you know, regardless of what Pat McAfee says, we are not dead, and I can't wait to get Pat McAfee trapped inside War Games. Cole says, but tonight we need to focus on the ladder match, which the winner of uh, of, of which, whom the winner advantage. of which gets the advantage at War Games. Kyle O'Reilly steps up. It's never lost. Mm-hmm. And they say, we know that Pete Dunn, Peter Dune is uh, it, where he's going to be the one in the match, but he doesn't know who's going to fight uh, him. And so Kyle O'Reilly steps up and says, man, I need this. After what happened, I need this. And uh, Adam Cole says, I got no problem with that. He loves an angry Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Adam Cole says, we're going to drag McAfee and his crew through hell. They're going to war, and they're going to make sure Pat and crew are never the same. Yep. After that, we had Candice LeRae, Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai interview. At first, Candice is like, hold on, Mackenzie. She confers with Raquel, and Dakota says, are you in? They say yes. And then Candice introduces her War Games team, uh, the three of them, plus... Tony Storm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one note, real quick. Uh, Kevin Owens was absolutely terrific. Yeah. yeah. On commentary. God dang it. He is so funny and so good at everything he does. One little note too. Where was it? Okay, so it was uh it was a little bit, yeah, it was a little bit later. I'll get to it when I get to it. Um so after that we had Timothy Thatcher versus Kushida. Uh right before the match started, uh Tommaso Ciampa uh, meandered down to ringside with a chair. Uh Thatcher, of course, was distracted. Well, he just sat down on the chair. Thatcher, though, was distracted by him the entire time. Yep. Uh that led to uh, Thatcher getting tapped out by Kushida's hoverboard lock. Correct. Um, and, uh, yeah, after that we had <clears throat> Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai video package. That was really uh, good. Yeah, it was really it was really good. Um, you know, it sort of confirmed that Rhea's sticking around, at least for the short term. It's, it's just not very often you see a video package about a match that they bring in the, the a medical person saying, yeah, they're both really beat up from this. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, selling the, the effects mm-hmm. of the match itself. Not very mm-hmm. often you see that. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty cool, but yeah, it was. They tease her announcement later on. She's like, "Yeah, Rhea said something like, oh, 'I'm not sure what I'm gonna do next.'" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Pete Dunn interview, which I missed. I did not oh. see. I didn't even know this happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, he said that uh, what Kyle O'Reilly did to Finn Balor, of course, breaking his jaw, keeping out for a couple months. He said if uh, I P- Peter Dune had done it, I would have uh, kept Finn out for two years because of the beatdown. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Oni says something like, "Yeah, Pete Dunn's gonna win." Birch is like, "Yeah, we could do everything better than Dunn Spooder." Mm-hmm. And then Peter Dunn's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna win." After that, we had a wildly entertaining Kevin this Owens really show fun. with uh, Leon, his guest Leon Ruff, and uh, he says, uh, "What is it? Kevin Owens says anytime he's invited to NXT, he'll be there." Oh, that's what that he said. He's, he just talks about how cool to be back in NXT. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. Every yeah, time yeah. that I've given the, I'm given the opportunity to come back, I'll come back. So. Said so maybe next November I'll be around to do something else. Right, right. So Kevin Owens uh, gives the floor to Leon Ruff to say, you know, he says, hey, man, you know, tell your story to the people. You are the North American champion. And Ruff sort of kind of meekly says, you know, I wanted to be a WWE superstar my whole life. Uh, it seemed like right after I signed my deal, boom, I was the North American champion. But I was kind of embarrassed. They roll the clip where he wins it. And the belt falls, you know, over his waist. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm-hmm. man, that was so embarrassing. And Kevin Owens says, yeah, the same thing happened to me the first time I won the NXT title because I was so svelte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he says, uh, Ruff says, having that title is a yes for every no he's ever gotten in life. And he said, and Kevin Owens sort of stops. And he's like, man, come on, you know, have a little bit more conviction. You know, You're the champion. You're the champion. You did this. And Ruff's getting all, all hyped up. He's like, I did do this. I did do this. I beat Johnny Gargano twice. And Kevin Owens was like, oh, man. He's like, what? What did I do? Oh, because Ruff like threw the chair out the over, thing. Yeah. Or he, kicked he kicked it over. Yeah. He's like, oh man, I'm sorry about the chair. He's like, no, no, it's not that. You know, every time somebody comes on this show and says somebody else's name, yeah, I think this is gonna happen. Three, two, one. Then a couple moments later, John Gargano's music hits. John, John. So uh, Gargano comes out. And uh, he's like, uh, the first exchange was pretty good. He's like, what is this? A punk show is Aston Kutcher going to be here. And Kevin Owens says, yeah, what a great, what a timely reference. But the great thing is Gargano had a comeback for that. That was, yeah, I said it because Leon Ruff is too young to get it. He called Um, him a child. He called him a child. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So he says, uh, he says, Leon, if you really want to be an inspiration and Kevin Owens gets, starts getting another chair into the ring and he's like, here, do you want a chair? And Gargano's like, no, I don't want it. So he starts, he, he tosses it, and Kevin Owens starts getting another chair, and he's like, what are you doing? I just thought I didn't want that. And he's like, I have a feeling I'm going to need this in a second. 
And uh, so, of course, uh, that leads to Gargano calling out Damian Priest. And uh, and he's like, yep, that did it. And then Damian Priest music hits. He comes down. Kevin Owens offers him up the chair. He says, no, thank you. Uh, so uh, anyways, uh, uh, where am I here? So Priest steps in. He says he never received a rematch for the North American title. Brings up that Ruff said he'd defend the title against both of them. Kevin Owens says it's a shame. You know, if Teddy Long was here, that he would have made this a triple threat. It's a shame we don't have our own type of Teddy Long character here in NXT. And then he sort of looks at the They all look at the ramp. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, William Regal comes out. He makes a triple threat match for TakeOver. That should be a lot of fun. What's your early yeah. prediction on that one, dude? Probably Damian Priest. It can go one of three ways. <laughs> yes, it can. That it can, Steve. That's how I feel. It can go one Bold of three prediction. ways. Bold yeah. prediction there. Uh, next, we got a, a, a Finn Balor promo. He says, last week I brought war. Who wins that war? Uh, they better not play checkers on my chessboard. If someone wants to find them, I'm not hard to find. Champ wrestles on Wednesdays. My jaw still hurts. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm learning chess, though. I'm going to be out another uh, takeover cycle. After that, another vignette of Shotzi, I would assume, rebuilding her tank, and she's reciting some lines from the movie Conan the Barbarian. The Lamentation. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Cameron Grimes versus Jake Atlas. Grimes won this pretty easily. Jake Atlas always looks great, though. I did appreciate, though, that uh, before he hits the cave-in, then he said, to the moon! I hope he does that whenever he sets up a cave-in, although it does look great when it's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, So after the match, Loomis sneaks up. uh, Dexter Loomis. So Cameron Grimes sort of backs up into the corner, uh, celebrating, and Dexter Loomis pops up. And uh, and Grimes gets out of there. Package for him too, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, as as Grimes is running away, he runs like he like points at the Tron. Like they run a video package of like it looks like they had Dexter Loomis get on Procreate app on iPad and draw a picture of Cameron Grimes because they had like a a speed motion thing, a stop motion thing of it. Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Show up like a speed rendition of it. Time lapse. Time Time lapse. lapse. Thank you. And uh, you know, with a bunch of imagery of Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes, and the and the and they had like a little storyline going to it. Anyways, he tosses out a he has a bag with him. He tosses out a strap. They're having a leather strap match. Yeah, that was confirmed. In the next segment where Grimes is doing an interview, Regal walks up to him, and uh, he's like, "You're going to have a strap match, and it's going to happen at Takeover." Get, Grimes asked him, "Why don't you like me?" And then Regal says, "It's just something about your personality." Something about your personality. Uh, after that, yeah, that should be that should be a fun one. Uh, after mm-hmm. that, we had a Rhea Ripley promo uh, where, yeah, she's on the she's on the team uh, Shotzi mm-hmm. for War Games, mm-hmm. so she's not going anywhere anytime soon, I guess. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Seems like a matter of time, though. Yeah, and this then, is this she's she's in the Authors of Pain phase of her NXT career. She is, and then uh, like a Dakota Kai, team Candice LeRae brought EO out. They had beat up EO Shirai. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that happened. Uh, and then we had our main event, Kyle O'Reilly versus, uh, Peter Dune in the ladder match. I love both these guys. They could do no wrong. This match was absolutely brutal. So much fun. There was a suplex off the apron through a, a, a bridge ladder. They went through that. That was rad. Yeah. It looked rough. Uh, that looked great. Um, there was a tumble. So towards the finish, uh, Kyle O'Reilly was set to win and uh masked man, which is Pat McAfee yeah, shows McAfee. up, 
pushes the ladder over. Kyle O'Reilly goes tumbling. It was a really nasty spill. And even Kevin Owens was like, oh, Kyle, come on, somebody check on him. And so the ref came and checked on him, which allowed Peter Dune to pick up the win. They have the advantage going into war games. Not going to matter, though. Undisputed Era is winning this thing. Oh, yeah. That that match can go one way. Undisputed Era wins. Undisputed Era wins. Mm-hmm. I know. Leon Ruff. I know. I don't know. I could literally go all three ways. Like I could see it every really single could. way. Yeah. I could too. I mean, Reasons I guess my all. early early pick early pick would be probably be Damian Priest, but I could see it going. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see them also. Old prediction, I know, but keeping it's just it what to telling me. I could see him having Leon Ruff keep it. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he's made his name and now they're going to put it on somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks yeah. everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below about everything we talked about. Hulk Hogan and NXT. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.